Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Good evening, everyone. <coughs> Excuse me. This is Saturday, March the 14th, 2020. And welcome to episode number 198 of the WCWS Radio Network's weekly review show. This is WCWS Power Hour. Once again, this is w- Mr. WCWS Chad Henshaw back on the line here with you as we, of course, get set to talk about everything that took place here in the radio network here this week. Uh, may not be a bunch to talk about, but we are, of course, going to press on and talk about it, of course, as best to our best of our knowledge. It is 6.13 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here, as, of course, we will be talking about today, of course, today's wrestling history and birthdays, plus also a recap of what took place here in the radio network this week, plus also some wrestling news tidbits and other stories of interest here, of course, uh, <clears throat> from our friends at 411media.com. If you care to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here tonight, today, please feel free, of course, to give us a call here. The phone number, as always, is 1-605-562-0444, caller ID 141-387-POUND, and press that one, I mean, 364-POUND, excuse me, 141-364-POUND, excuse me, and press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here today let's go ahead and get things started here with our wrestling history and birthdays for today march the 14th which by the way ladies and gentlemen if you think about it uh you know march is the third month of the year and of course uh seeing the date of course is 314 that means it's happy national pie day as in of course um pie you know that they used to say 3.1415 and all that just so happy pie day so as they always say here ladies and gentlemen of course, right there in the midst of this, all this situation involving this this infamous uh, coronavirus situation, a lot of things, of course, have shut down as a bigger result of it. Of course, the biggest question is, obviously, will WrestleMania 36 be among those items that have already been uh, either canceled for good or delayed, postponed, or what have you? We'll definitely, of course, hopefully be, be keeping our eye open on that, and we'll let everybody know as soon as we possibly hear anything at all about 
the uh, the possibility of of this happening, of course, with the grandest stage of them all. Let's talk about our recent history and birthdays here for today, of course, March the 14th. 42 years ago today, we put it at 1978 in Philadelphia. Dino Bravo and Dominic DiNucci defeated Mr. Fuji and Professor Tanaka to win the WWF Tag Team titles. <clears throat> uh, let's see here. On this date here in 1987, NBC aired the 10th edition of WWF Saturday Night's Main Event. The show, which was taped February 21st from the Joe's Ring in Detroit, Michigan, featured a tribute video for Roddy Piper set to Frank Sinatra's My Way. Piper, as you know, was set to retire following WrestleMania 3. Here are the matches that took place at that Saturday Night's Main Event. Uh, Randy Savage defeated George Steele by countout to retain the Intercontinental title. Hercules Hernandez last eliminated Billy Jack Haynes to win a 20-man battle royal. Other participants included Andre the Giant, Outlaw Ron Bass, Demolition, of course, both members, Axe and Smash, Hillbilly Jim, the Honky Tonk Man, Hulk Hogan, the Islanders, Haku and Tama, the Killer Bees, Brian Blair and Jim Brunzel, Blackjack Mulligan, Paul Orndorff, Lanny Popo, Butch Reed, Sika, Nikolai Volkov, and Coco Beware. Of note, Andre the Giant, the challenger for the WWF title of WrestleMania 3, eliminated Hulk Hogan. King Kong Bunny defeated Jake Roberts by DQ. The Hart Foundation, Bret Hart and Jim Neidhart, defeated Tito Santana and Dan Spivey to retain the WWF tag team titles. And Ricky Steamboat defeated the Iron Sheet. On, also on the sea. Also on this day, 1987 in Atlanta, Georgia, Ivan Koloff and Dick Murdoch defeated Ron Garvin and Barry Windham to win the NWA United States Tag Team titles. <clears throat> uh, let's see here. Uh, <laughs> on this date in 1999, WCW presented Uncensored from Freedom Hall in Louisville, Kentucky. 15,930 were in attendance with 325,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. That's down from 415,000 homes for the 1998 event. Match ratings are from Wrestling Observer Newsletters. Dave Meltzer, as recorded in the Internet Wrestling Database, ratings are out of five stars. So, ladies and gentlemen, this, of course, uh, is, is based on, of course, Wrestling Observer Newsletter, not, not necessarily us here in WCWS. Billy Kidman defeated Mikey Whipwreck to retain the Cruiserweight title, 3.3 to half out of five stars. Stevie Ray defeated Vincent in a Harlem Street fight, zero stars. Kevin Nash defeated Ray Jr., one and a half out of five. Jerry Flynn defeated Ernest Miller and Sonny Ono in a handicap match, 0.5 stars. Hack defeated Bam Bam Bigelow and Raven in a triple threat Falls Count Anywhere match, three out of five. Chris Benoit and Dean Malenko defeated Kurt Henning and Barry Windham in a lumberjack match to win the WCW World Tag Team titles, 2.75 out of 5. Perry Saturn defeated Chris Jericho in a dog collar match, 0.5 out of 5. Booker T defeated Scott Steiner to win the WCW World TV title, 2 out of 5. And Ric Flair defeated Hollywood Hogan in a first blood steel cage match to win the WCW World Heavyweight title. Flair bled first. Yet referee Charles Robinson never stopped the match. Flair won when Hogan's shoulders were down while Flair had the figure four leg lock applied. <clears throat> the win also gave Flair complete control of WCW, 2.75 out of five stars. 
uh, 20 years ago today, which put it at 2000 in Yokohama, Japan. Naoya Ogawa defeated Dan Severn to win the NWA World Heavyweight title. The win ended Severn's run at 1,479 days, the third longest in the history of the championship. Uh, let's see here. 16 years ago today, which put it at 2004, WWE presented WrestleMania 20, where it all begins again, the Madison Square Garden, of course, in New York City. About 20,000 were in attendance with 885,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. That's up from 560,000 homes for WrestleMania 19. At $2.4 million, WrestleMania 20 was at the time the highest grossing event in the history of Madison Square Garden. And at four and a half hours, it's the longest WrestleMania ever, of course, until last year's show, which was, let's see, uh, let's see, see, this year be 36. Last year would be 35, 2018 would be 34, 2017. So it'd be WrestleMania 32, <clears throat> which lasted seven minutes shy of five hours. By comparison, the first WrestleMania held in the same building lasted about half as long. <clears throat> of note, this would be the final match for the time being for both Bill Goldberg and Brock Lesnar. Goldberg's deal was started at the end of the month, and he had no intentions of returning. On March 2nd, following a meeting with WWE Chairman Vince McMahon, Lesnar announced that he was leaving following the event, too. He revealed his decision to the WWE locker room a week later. By WrestleMania 20, the news of their exes had gone viral, and the crowd negatively reacted to the two and the match, of course, in general. Despite that, the event would finish second in the Observer Awards for Best Major Wrestling Show of 2004. John Cena defeated the Big Show to win the U.S. title, 1.25 out of 5 stars. RVD and Booker T defeated Garrison Kate and Mark Jindrak, the Dudley Boys, and La Resistance in a fatal four-way tag team match to retain the world tag team titles, 1.5 out of 5. Christian defeated Chris Jericho, 3.5 out of 5. Evolution, Randy Orton, Batista, and Ric Flair defeated the Rock and Sock Connection, the Rock and Mick Foley, in a three-on-two handicap match. Of note, this would be The Rock's last match until Survivor Series in 2011. Three and a half out of five stars. Tori Wilson and Sable defeated Stacey Keebler and Miss Jackie in a Playboy evening gown match, 0 0.25 out of five. Chavo Guerrero last pinned Rey Mysterio to win the Cruiserweight Open and retain the WWE Cruiserweight title. Other participants in order of elimination were, of course, Shannon Moore, Ultimo, Ultimo Dragon, Funaki, Nunzio, Jamie Noble, Billy Kidman, Tajiri, and Akio. Two and a half out of five stars. Chavo Guerrero pinned Mysterio with interference from Chavo Guerrero Sr. <clears throat> Goldberg defeated Brock Lesnar. Stone Cold Steve Austin was the special referee. 1.25 out of five stars. Rikishi and Scotty Tuhati defeated the world's greatest tag team. Of course, Charlie Haas and Shelton Benjamin. The Basham brothers, Danny and Doug. And, of course, the APA, Bradshaw and Farouk, and a fatal four-way tag team match to retain the WWE tag team titles, 1.25 out of five stars. Victoria defeated Molly Holly in a hair versus title match to retain the WWE women's title. With the win, Victoria got to shave Molly's head, one out of five stars. Eddie Guerrero defeated Kurt Angle to retain the WWE title, four out of five stars. The Undertaker defeated Kane, one point. Two five out of five stars. And Chris Benoit defeated both Triple H and Shawn Michaels via submission 
in a triple threat match to win the World Heavyweight title. In an interesting bit of trivia, this is the first time WrestleMania ended with a submission win. 4.75 out of 5 stars, so 0.25 shy of an even 5, of a, of a, of a straightforward 5-star match. Uh, let's see, 15, yes, 15 years ago today, put it <clears throat> 2005, on Raw from Atlanta, Georgia, the Rockers, Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty, defeated La Resistance, Rob Conway, and Sylvain Grangay. This was the first match for the Rockers as a team since December of 1991. On the same show, Chris Jericho's highlight reel featured Jake the Snake Roberts. It was his first WWE appearance since his firing in February of 1997. Twelve years ago today, which would the same? <clears throat> So yeah, 12 years, 12 years ago today, which we put it at 2008, Vince McMahon receives a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. The star has an interesting place in wrestling history. For a brief moment in August 2016, the star had won the DDT Pro Iron Man Heavy Metalweight Championship. Uh, of course, the, the video is there's a link to the video if you want to uh, if you want to uh, see it. The star was beaten moments later for the title by English wrestler Laura James. Also, 12 years ago today, like we said, 2008, in an Albany, New York court, Dr. Gary Brandwine pleads guilty to criminal sale of a controlled substance. Brandwine was a Florida doctor who wrote prescriptions for performance-enhancing drugs, including steroids and, steroids and HGH, to celebrities and professional wrestlers. He was in the crosshairs as part of the signature online pharmacy scandal. Brandwine would serve a year in jail followed by a year of probation. In exchange for the plea agreement, he would assist the prosecution in their investigation into the pharmacy. Also, two, 12 years ago today, like we said, 2000, let's see, yes, <clears throat> 2008, Ring of Honor made its debut in Dover, New Jersey. Between matches, the final scenes of the wrestler star Mickey Rourke were being filmed. The scene involved Randy the Ram, who was played by Rourke, facing his arch rival, the Ayatollah, played by Ernest Miller, at an ROH show. Ten years ago today, we put it at 2010, in Charlotte, North Carolina, Adam Pierce defeated Blue Demon Jr. and Phil Shatter in a three-way bout to win the NWA World Heavyweight title. <clears throat> Nine years ago today, we put it at 2011 on Raw from St. Louis, Missouri, Vicky Guerrero defeated Trish Stratus to regain her position as general manager of Raw. Post-match, Vicky, on behalf of Lay Cool, who, of course, Layla and Michelle McCool, and Dolph Ziggler issue a challenge to John Morrison, Trish, and also Snooki of Jersey Shore fame to a WrestleMania match, which they accept. An interesting bit of trivia, Vicky Guerrero was the first person to defeat Trish in a one-on-one -on -one televised match since July 2006. She is also the last. On the same show, Sheamus, who was calling himself King Sheamus, I think due to his win from a King of the Ring, defeated Daniel Bryan in a career versus title match to win WWE United States title. Today, we wish a very happy 70, yeah, 78th birthday to Hossein Kazaro Al-Vaziri, less known to wrestling fans as the Iron Sheik. Born in Tehran, Iran, Kosovo made a name for himself as an amateur wrestler and as a bodyguard for Shah Mohammad Reza Halabi. In 1968, he was a member of the Iranian national team in the Summer Olympics in Greco-Roman wrestling. 
Two years later, he moved to the United States. He would win the AAU Greco-Roman Wrestling Championship at 180.5 pounds, 82 kilograms in 1971, and was an assistant coach for the United States national team in the 1972 Olympics. That same year, under the encouragement of Vern Gagne, Kosovo gave professional wrestling a try. He trained under Billy Robinson and alongside Rick Flair before joining Gagne's AWA. Kosovo would also work as a trainer, training Ricky Steamboat, Greg Gagne, and Jim Brunzel. Initially wrestling as a face, a promoter suggested that Kosovo adopt a heel gimmick similar to that of the original Sheik Ed Parat, shaving his head, growing a traditional Buffalo-style mustache, adding wrestling boots with a curled toe, and swinging Persian clubs, a sport in his native Iran. Kosovo became the great Hussein Arab. He would gain success with the NWA Canadian Tag Team titles, the Vancouver version, in 1978. The next year, he would join the WWWF. He won the first ever Battle Royal at Master Square Garden in 1979, giving him a shot at Bob Backlund's WWWF title. He would lose that bout in a 30-minute effort. He would feud with another former champion, Bruno San Martino, and also Chief Jay Stromba before leaving the promotion in 1980. He would spend most of the next three years in the NWA Mid-South and Mid-Atlantic territories, where he became the Iron Sheik, playing off real-life animosities Americans had for Iran, particularly during and after the Iran hostage crisis. He would capture the NWA Mid-Atlantic Heavyweight title and the national TV title during, the, during his time there. <clears throat> In 1983, the Iron Sheik returned to the rechristened WWF and feuded with Bob Backlund over the WWF world title. Backlund accepted and successfully swung the Persian clubs, after which Sheik attacked him from behind and injured his neck. That injury would play into one of the WWF's most famous bouts just two days later when Sheik trapped Backlund in the camel clutch. Backlund's manager, Arnold Scullin, was throwing the towel out of concern for his safety, awarding the WWF title to the Iron Sheik. Sheik primarily defended the WWF title against jobbers on TV, but would defeat Pat Patterson, Salvatore Balomo, Bobby Bat Bradley, and Tito Santana, as well as fought to no contest against Backlund. On January 23, 1984, Hulk Hogan, substituting for Backlund, would challenge for the Iron Sheik's WWF title. Despite Iron Sheik trapping Hogan in the camel clutch, Hogan powered out and would hit the atomic leg drop for the WWF title what was generally considered to be the beginning of the Hulkamania era. Sheik was then moved into a bitter feud with Sergeant Slaughter, culminating with Slaughter winning a boot, cl- boot camp rules match. The next year, he would team with Nikolai Volkov as part of the Foreign Legion, the duo waged flag- the flags of Iran and the Soviet Union. Their act would begin with demanding quiet and respect from the crowd followed by Volkov singing the Soviet national anthem. Then Iron Sheik would declare Iran number one, Russia number one, and USA hot two, and then he was spit. This unsurprisingly was met with booze from the crowd. With classy Freddie Blassie as their manager, the duo would defeat the U.S. Express in the first WrestleMania for the WWF Tag Team Titles. Sheik was quite popular during the rock and wrestling era, appearing in Cindy Lauper's "Goodies Goonies Are Good Enough" music video, and appearing, of course, I bet in animated form as a recurring character on Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling. On May 26, 1987, Sheik and Hacksaw Jim Duggan were pulled over by New Jersey police, suspecting Duggan was driving under the influence. After a search, it was discovered that both men were under the influence, Duggan of marijuana and Sheik, who was the passenger of cocaine. But though both men avoided jail time, the story made national news as the two rivals seen together in the same place was a blatant breach of KFAB. 
As a result, the anger was abandoned and both men were released. Sheik would be brought back in February 1988, but would wrestle mostly on the house show circuit for being released later in the year. After some time in smaller national promotions, including WCCW and the AWA, as well as Puerto Rico-based World Wrestling Council, <clears throat> Sheik returned to the national spotlight for WCW in 1989. His most notable bout was a losing effort against Sting for the WCW World TV title at Russell War 89. Sheik briefly aligned with Ron Simmons that summer, but the angle was eventually dropped. Sheik was to be gone from WCW in early 1990, but because someone forgot Sheik's rollover clause, he got to stick around. His only notable TV bout was at the Great American Bash and the losing effort to Mike Rotunda. He spent most of the remainder of his tenure on the house show circuit before leaving in January of 1991. Just over <clears throat> a month after his final WCW bout, Sheik returned to the WWF as Colonel Mustafa, aligned himself with one-time nemesis Sergeant Slaughter, along with General Adnan, the trio unofficially named the Triangle of Terror, were a group of Iraqi sympathizers at the time of the first Gulf War, defeated with Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior through the spring and summer. Following the feud, Slaughter turned, Slaughter turned face, and Adnan and Mustafa were lower-card wrestlers. Mustafa <clears throat> left the WWF following a Superstars taping in May of 1992. Sheik wrestled on the independent circuit <clears throat> over the next few years and has appeared sporadically for the WWE. He managed the Sultan in 1996 and 1997 before being released after failing a drug test. In 2001, he won the WrestleMania 17 gimmick battle royal, only to be put in the Cobra Clutch by Sergeant Slaughter post-match. In 2004, an MWF studio shoot interview made him, a new, made him a new generation of fans, as he talked about his hatred for Hulk Hogan, Brian Blair, Jake Roberts, and others. The next year, he was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame by his longtime rival, Sergeant Slaughter. His final match came in April 2010, a winning effort by Sheik as he submitted stalker Dylan Cage in a tag team match. The following February, Sheik underwent surgery to repair damage on his left ankle that culminated over his wrestling career. Sheik, a frequent guest on the Howard Stern Show, had a cameo appearance on Robot Chicken and the Eric Andre Show. He has been married to Carol Peterson for 41 years. The couple have three children together and five grandchildren. The eldest of the three, Marissa, sadly, was found strangled to death in her apartment in her in 2003. Her boyfriend at the time, Charles Reynolds, confessed to the murder. Reynolds received a life sentence. In August 2013, thanks to crowdfunding, a documentary on his life was produced. The film originally set for a 2008 release was released in 2014 under the title The Sheik. Sheik was the first ever winner of Wrestling Observer Newsletter's most underrated wrestler award winning it in 1980. Sheik is also a member of the NWA Hall of Fame, of course, 2008, and the International Wrestling Hall of Fame's Pro Wrestling Wing in 2016. Now, let's see if we have any other birthdays other than, of course, uh, Iron Sheik, like I said today, the Iron Sheik turns 78 years old today. Let's see if we have anybody else here, of course, to talk about before we move forward. So give us just one second here, folks, while we try to get that pulled up here.
Let's see. Yes, let's see. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I did actually just read that today uh, Iron Sheik turned 78 years old, but apparently it must probably have that wrong because actually I think his birthday is tomorrow. We'll have to get some sort. We'll have to get confirmation on that here. Let, let me double check that and see because uh, we may have a conflict of. Uh, Okay. Uh, let's let's see. Oh, oh. Okay. Looks like, ladies and gentlemen. Um, looks like, like I said, Wikipedia, Wikipedia, and our wrestling birthday page is correct. Apparently, the site that we have our, our core stories on. Here, folks. Apparently, must probably must have actually uh, typed that up here correctly, because, ladies and gentlemen, it's actually tomorrow that the Iron Sheik will turn 78 years old. So, my apologies there, but we will wish him a very happy early 70, happy early birthday, of course, as well. That he is, of course, a WWE Hall of Famer. We will show him that respect, and we, and we will, of course, mention that, of course, in our wrestling history tomorrow on WWS this morning. But we do have. Two other birthdays to report here. We wish a very happy, I see, 40, 46th birthday to Santino Morella. And we also wish a very happy, uh, let's see here, uh, happy 56th birthday to uh, Rath. I believe his real name is Brian Clark, who, of course, teamed up with the late Brian Adams to form Chronic in WCW. So happy birthday. Today, ladies and gentlemen, to both Santino Morella <clears throat> and to uh, Rath uh, today. And like I said, ladies and gentlemen, just to reiterate here, apparently, of course, the page where we normally get our read our wrestling history on, which also does provide wrestling birthdays, did, of course, have that page incorrectly. Um, apparently, it must have probably looked ahead and may have just typed up by, it might have been by accident. But Iron Sheik's birthday even though we did get a little bit of history on, I did go ahead and read a little bit of history on him. Um, <clears throat> he is, of course, his birthday is actually tomorrow, but he will be 78. So happy early birthday to, of course, the one and the only Iron Sheet tomorrow. Let's give you the number one more time here, folks. 6.38 p.m. Eastern Time, of course, on Saturday, March 14, 2020. Episode 198 of W7US Power Hour. Uh, 1605-562-0444. Caller ID uh, <clears throat> 141-364-POUND. Mr. WWS, Chad Henshaw here with you. Of course, the rest of the panel, we can cut the handle, taking it easy. After what has been a very big time week here, indeed, folks, in the, in the, uh, um, in the course, uh, <clears throat> um, this week here, of course, in the radio network, and of course, also all around the country, all around the world. Uh, <clears throat> but, um, of course, I, I say around the world, ladies and gentlemen, I say all around the world here because, like I said, there's been a whole lot of things happening here, of course, especially, of course, the number one thing, of course, is on everybody's mind is obviously the situation involving the, the infamous coronavirus. 
Uh, of course, uh, you probably have not heard, of course, all during the week, several different sports events, including, of course, everything from uh, the college basketball tournaments, both the men's and women's. Uh, I do hear that several golf tournaments, including the Masters, has been canceled. Uh, the NBA and I think Major League Baseball has really kind of pushed a lot of things back there as well. Uh, they, of course, will continue to, to continue to monitor the situation. And, of course, we'll let everybody know, of course, of what the situation is going to be with that sometime here down the road. Uh, but it's been it's been one crazy thing after another. But, of course, the important thing is, is, of course, to keep an open mind about everything. And just and just hope and pray, like I said, that this is just that this is a, this is, of course, uh, a passing fancy. And, and, and a lot and all, all this all this will pass over here very, very soon. Because, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, we don't, this is something, like I said, this has been, I've been hearing that, of course, that this might be attacked by the press to try to keep a lot of people wearing, to probably uh, uh, to scare a lot of people, of course, like I said, this is something very, very deadly. Of course, over 40 people, of course, have lost their lives in this all throughout the country and all throughout the world. Of course, um, <clears throat> uh, but a lot of these I have heard had, had already had other pre-existing conditions which really I can't kind of sped up, sped up the process. And it is very, very, it is very, very sad here indeed, folks. So that being said, of course, still take every single precaution necessary. The health is very, very important. Uh, we don't like this. We don't want to see, we obviously do not want to see anybody, of course, lose their lives over this. Um, we value, of course, everybody's, uh, we value everybody's, of course, health and safety. Uh, of course, the ongoing story, WWE, as far as the WWE is concerned, that what they're going to do about WrestleMania 36. <clears throat> we saw, of course, some of the things that they have been doing, of course, including shutting down several house shows that they've already had scant planned. Of course, the show last night's edition of SmackDown, obviously, they were planning on having it in Detroit, but instead they moved it down to the Performance Center in Florida. And, of course, it was an empty arena. So it was kind of a... It was it was kind of uh, you know unique here, to say the least. Uh, it was uh, uh, saw several different parts over here. Of course, you know, you know, you saw Triple H and now, uh, of course, uh, welcoming everybody to the show last night. But of course, did not acknowledge the fact as to the reason why the show was was without people, obviously. Uh, so I mean, with that being that being said here. <clears throat> we did, of course, also have a very big time this week with the Elimination Chamber. They did show several, they did show several scenes from the Elimination Chamber last night on SmackDown. Uh, of course, our, of course, we did our very, very best to, of course, bring you, of course, everything going on with uh, Elimination Chamber and everything of that nature. Of course, we did inform you that Mitt Patel was, of course, the winner of the prediction title challenge with seven predictions here correct. Uh, we also, of course, had a uh, we also had, of course, a second place tie between JD and John with uh, six predictions correct. We also, of course, had a uh, three way tie for third between Michelle, Fonzie, and Bobby with uh, five predictions correct. And Ann also uh, came in with three predictions correct. So far, ladies and gentlemen, five out of the seven folks here, of course, have made their, uh, had, have made their decisions on the belts. I can tell you that John picked up the WWE U.S. Funeral Parlor Championship 
Fonzie picked up the WWUS Rattlesnake Championship. Uh, Bobby picked up the WWUS Bad Blood Championship. Mitt picked up the AEWS Dark Order Championship. NJD picked up the ECWS Living Dangerously Championship. The two belts remaining, the WWUS Brandis Stage and Double J belts, have still yet to be claimed. We said so have yet to hear from the Black Widow, Michelle and Dodds, and the Empress and Marie Rickenbach on the belts that they have decided on. And we hopefully to have those belts up and going here very, very soon. Hopefully we'll get, we'll get those claimed by both Michelle and Ann, which, whichever one Michelle picks out, Ann will get the last one, or whichever one Ann chooses, uh, Michelle will, of course, take the last one. So either way here, folks, other way, other way here, folks, like I said, we will keep, keep you informed as to who will take what here. It was a kind of a topsy-turvy um, week, I think, here, of course, with Monday Night Raw. Also, of course, with uh, AEW and, of course, uh, NXT. Of course, like I said, wrestling has also been affected by this whole situation, as we said, because of the, of the dreaded coronavirus situation. Uh, but nonetheless, here, folks, we continue, of course, to press on and give you the best that we possibly can. Last night's edition of Revolution was kind of a release for everyone here, folks. As, a, as you know, the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie really, of course, brought it to brought it to um, petition last night. As to what everybody, uh, as to what everybody, of course, like I said, is fearing as a result of all this, and he was just pretty has pretty much stated the point here that, of course, that while we do need to be careful. We do need to keep our health and safety, of course, as a top priority. That that it was simply coming to a point that we were all already starting to get sick and tired of hearing about it, and it's only been talked about for the past week or two. Uh, but uh, nonetheless, here, folks, we did rave. We're, we were able to kind of like said let go from all that with myself, JD, uh, Fonzie, and Mitt last night having a little bit of fun here with a uh, the round of with a round of Jeopardy. Uh, and of course, like I said, just uh, just a, a different piece, different bits and pieces. Of course, of wrestling, talk about different things, and different, uh, and 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 just uh, just different subjects here. Trying to stay stay clear of the ongoing coronavirus situation here. But of course, here, I mean, in, in the wake of all this, I mean, as they say, ladies and gentlemen, laughter, of course, is always the best medicine. And we hope to, of course, like I said, hopefully this thing will probably pass around here very, very soon. And, of course, everything can get right back to normal here as soon as they possibly can. But in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, let's just say a prayer, of course, that this does, that this stops, that this we, we put all this, of course, in our, uh, that we can, of course, simply, uh, Let's just, let's just hope, like I said here, folks, we can just simply, we can just simply, like I said, just get through the, get through all this and all, you know, doing what we do best and talking about wrestling and other things that are going on and not be able to talk about a whole lot in terms of sports and all that. Because as we said, ladies and gentlemen, a lot of the, uh, a lot of the, uh, of course, like I said, a lot of stuff has been pretty much kind of pretty much put at a, as a standstill as a result of the, uh, of the coronavirus scare so let's just keep let's just keep doing the best we can and just talking and just like i say keep focus on our main business at hand and that's course bring you the best wrestling discussion we possibly can here in the wws radio network 
6.47 p.m., ladies and gentlemen, 1605-562-0444, caller ID 141-364-POUND, episode 198 of WWUS Power Hour, here with you here tonight, uh, like Saturday, March 14, 2020. Mr. WWUS, Chad Henshaw, right here with you. rest of the panel, what you tell the handle, of course, like I said, taking it easy here as well. Of course, after a very big-time week here of, 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 of course, of wrestling talk and everything else under the sun, uh, and now, ladies and gentlemen, we will go ahead and bring you, of course, um, we will, of course, uh, um, bring you, of course, some wrestling, some wrestling news tidbits here, courtesy, like I said, of our friends from uh, 411mania.com, which, of course, like I said, we do thank them for allowing us here in the WWS Radio Network for uh, by read to by letting us read their stories on all of our shows, of course, including Revolution, Wolfpack, Raw Radio, uh, Outside the Ropes, Power Hour, and of course, WWS this morning. Uh, of course, let me see, there's several bits and pieces here we'll, we'll bring you here. Uh, let's just hope we can I can try to get here to the best we possibly can. Some of these stories I'm sure you probably have already heard about here. I'll go ahead and bring it here to you. Story came out today from Jeffrey Harris. Some uh, WWE news right here. Triple H shares his thoughts on SmackDown last night. Also, stats on SmackDown at Performance Center and NXT at Performance Center vlog. Let's see what uh, let's see what let's see what we have right here. WWE executive Triple H was a part of last night's SmackDown on Fox broadcast which was live from the WWE Performance Center in Orlando, Florida. Triple H was part of the broadcast team alongside Michael Cole for last night's show. Following the broadcast, he shared his thoughts on the event on Twitter, which, of course, is on this page if you want to read it. Triple H pretty much tweeted this. Tonight was an effort that brought together everyone at WWE so we could go on air and entertain our most important uh, constituency, you. Thank you for letting me get my hands and at Michael Cole's facial hair dirty, Hashtag thank you. Hashtag SmackDown. Hashtag WWE PC. Uh, of course, uh, Triple H. And that, that, and that one was tweeted at 10.41 p.m. last night. This next one was tweeted at 9.21 p.m. last night. It was a picture of him and uh, Michael Cole with Triple H's thumb up. And he says, how am I doing? SmackDown. <laughs> Per the WWE Stats Twitter account, the WWE Performance Center was the 188th venue to host an edition of SmackDown. It was also the 16th SmackDown to be held in Orlando, Florida. The city is now tied at six for most of all time for the show. And that was tweeted at 8.10 p.m., of course, last night. Of course, also WWE released a vlog showcasing some behind-the-scenes footage from this week's NXT, which was broadcast live from the Performance Center. Of course, the video is on here if you want to go and check that out here as well. Let's go ahead and see what the next story here we have here is. (laughs) 
WWE news here came out last night here from Jeremy Thomas. Dash Wilder files trademark for an apparent new name and also updates on ECW and WCW trademarks. Dash Wilder has filed a trademark for what looks to be his ring name when he leaves WWE. PW Insider reports that Wilder filed a trademark on Cash Wheeler on March 9th for the following goods and services. Bandanas, hats, hooded sweatshirts, and shirts. I won't go into, and I also won't go into any details about that. But I also reports that WWE's trademark applications for Cyber Slam and Hardcore Heaven will be published for opposition on March 17th, while Barely Legal and Massacre on 34th Street will be published for opposition on March 24th. Their trademark applications for Beach Blast, Mayhem, Uncensored, Greed, Road Wild, Capital Combat, Hog Wild, New Blood Rising. <laughs> Sold Out, Sin, Chi-Town Rumble, World War III, Anarchy Rules, Heat Wave, and Living Dangerous Save were given initial refusals with requests for an amendment on ID of services. So apparently, ladies and gentlemen, they're trying to, they're, they got some under consideration, but there are others right now that are being, they are being, of course, I guess, disputed at this point in time. Uh, of course, this story came out in Jeremy Thomas yesterday. Triple H references the motion on SmackDown, and he's got more on what his apparently his new role is. Triple H didn't mind referencing his quiet demotion on, on last night's SmackDown, and that's because his new role does indeed have him busier than ever. As noted early yesterday, the, the, the wrestling observer reported that the game's new corporate title of executive <clears throat> vice president uh, global talent strategy and development is being referred to as a quiet demotion and he is no longer negotiating with talent instead of focusing on being in charge of nxt selling nxt tv rights overseas and expanding nxt globally according to pw insider triple h's job within those responsibilities include being at the forefront of plans to develop and open new WWE performance centers both domestically and internationally while he remains in charge of everything NXT related, his main focus is specifically in the expansion of the performance center and localized NXT brands, which is indeed keeping him busier than ever. Well, there, there, so there you go there, folks. A couple more stories to bring you before we close up shop here for the night, for the day. Okay. And ladies and gentlemen, my apologies here. We're trying to, of course, get that all situated here. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're, we're trying to. Apparently, uh,
ladies and gentlemen, my apologies here for. Okay, I think we've got it now. My apologies here. Apparently, we don't want it's taking too long here. But then uh, we've got it up and now going. Our next story here comes to us from Joseph Lee here. As a fan shows some concern for Roman Reigns, plus actually some more WCW Saturday night shows coming to WWE Network and also, and also details on some new WWE merchandise. In a post on Twitter, fans show concern for Roman Reigns it suggested that he might have a compromised immune system due to previously fighting leukemia. It has been said that those with compromised immune systems are more susceptible to dying from the coronavirus. The fan asked Reigns to take precautions, and that means missing WrestleMania. Reigns liked the tweet, but he but he did not reply. And of course, uh, the the post from the tweet that came from a gentleman by the name of Jose. Pretty much said, Dear Ad WV Roman Reigns, please take extra precautions and sit out WrestleMania if you have to. As a cancer survivor, you're already likely to have a compromised immune system. <clears throat> and sincerely, a concerned fan. And this was posted back on Thursday at 5 20 p.m. So maybe Roman will, may respond to this. I'm not sure. But, um, but of course, we will, of course, hope and pray that Poppy Roman might take that into consideration. WWE Shop has debuted a new 47 brand vintage tubular t-shirt line for events like WrestleMania, Royal Rumble, SummerSlam, Survivor Series, ECW One Night Stand, and Halftime Heat 1999. WWE Network News reports that Monday's classic content drop from WWE Network will be, uh, will be more episodes of WCW Saturday Night from 1993. And one more quick story, ladies and gentlemen, before we close out here for the night. This story came out here on Thursday, but we'll go ahead and read this right here. Uh, Jeremy Thomas reported that Ronda Rousey and Kane, a, a, a picture of Ronda Rousey and Kane Velasquez together caused a stir among WWE executives. The picture that Kane Maleska shared of himself and Ronda Rousey at WWE headquarters said to have caused quite a stir among WWE executives. 
As noted last week, Velasquez was at the office in Stanford and ran to Ronda Rousey, taking a photo of them and sharing it on Twitter. That caused speculation online that Rousey was meeting with people to discuss the return to the company and the Russell Observer Newsletter reports that her presence at the office was supposed to be top secret to the point that only a few people knew about it. The site reports that both Velasquez and Rousey were at WVHQ separately for a number of reasons, as several members of the town have been brought in for meetings with multiple departments since the corporate structure changed in December. The reveal that Rousey was there was a major point of discussion because of the speculation it caused. There are conflicting reports on Vincent Mann's reaction. One person said he was freaking out over it, but knew he couldn't fire the leaker since it was Velasquez, and he didn't know how to, he didn't know, he didn't, he didn't know not to, not to do it. Another source, however, called that description overblown and said people were laughing about it more than they were freaking out. There is not yet word on when either Velasquez or, or Rousey are returning to WWE TV. The post was 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 a picture was posted back on the fifth uh, of fifth of this month at three fifty seven p.m. Like I said, Kane Velasquez's personal Twitter account at Kane MMA says had the pleasure of running to the pioneer that definitely also inspired my interest in the sport. Great to see you at Ronda Rousey at WWE. Apparently, it was a picture of. Of both him and her standing stand next to a mural, of course, I guess, uh, right near a picture of Charlotte Flair, apparently. Uh, also, of course, it showed a uh, a picture of uh, Velasquez standing near, of course, several, a, a couple of uh, pay-per-view posters there as well at WVHQ. So we don't know what to deal. We don't know what the story is about that. But, of course, as we, as we said, there's as a recorder here, there's not any word about whenever Kane Velasquez or Ronda Rousey is going to return. But, of course, obviously, at some point down the road here, they're going to pop up. So we'll have to wait and see it and let you know what, what happens here, ladies and gentlemen. On that note here, folks, I do want to thank you here for listening here today to episode 198 of WWS Power Hour. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, by all means, as we said here before the, the early part of the show, we want you to please, by all means, stay safe. We want you to please, please, of course, take, take your health. Do not take your health for granted. Uh, definitely, of course, watch everything very, very carefully here. Treat it, treat it with kid gloves and just do everything to the best of your ability. And, of course, if But uh, but uh, if uh, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, please feel free to like I said, like I said, you know, no, listen, listen to, of course, like I said, all of our past episodes of Talkshoot on Talkshoot.com. Uh, check out. Um, also, check out all of our groups on, on Facebook. Uh, check out all of our live video feeds for our past shows. And uh, but uh, like I said here, folks, do not do not take this lightly. Definitely take every single precaution necessary. And so, hopefully, like I said, you will not be one of those that they talk about here 
that, uh, like I said, has succumbed to this virus. But, uh, by, but, but my, by all means here, folks, uh, like I said, uh, please take care here. Of course, I know a lot of things have been shut down, not going to be take, be, take, uh, of course, it's going to be pretty much, like I said, kind of a, almost uh, kind of a low key thing here for the next little bit until, until they see what this, what this thing is going to do. And hopefully, like I said, we, we, we have lost people all around the world and around the country. But please stay safe out there, folks. And like I said, just continue to go, of course, like I said, focus on, focus every, on everything, of course, in your private lives as well. <clears throat> and on that note here, folks, like I said, Power Hour 198, ladies and gentlemen, is a broadcast of the WWS Radio Network right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com, where, of course, we are four years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever, forever remain your wrestling and, pro, and pop culture connection for the entire panel. Way too tough to handle here, folks. Um, this is Mr. WWS Chad Henshaw saying thank you very much. And we hope to talk to you here, of course, soon coming up here next week. We'll be back here, with, of course, at 8 o'clock tomorrow morning with, of course, WWS this morning talking about, of course, everything. But uh, but uh, take care of yourselves and each other here, folks. Please stay safe. Do everything you possibly can, and let's hope we try to end this thing before anything else. Uh, But take care and God bless your folks from everyone here at the WWS Radio Network. And of course, folks, um, may God, like I said, protect us all. This has been a presentation of the WWS Radio Network. Have a good night there, folks. We'll talk at you tomorrow on WWS this morning, 805-8613-POUND. Take care and God bless. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.